We're in talk mode. This is uh, episode one. I'm in the middle of a conversation about technology and stuff. And I thought, why not record it? This could be episode one. We don't know. Maybe it'll get published. Maybe it won't. But let's just carry on where we are. So I'm with one of my boys. We're just having a chat. Yep. So this, essentially, this is just a pilot experiment. And you might get plugged into any of the episodes, right? Yeah, yeah, it could happen. Yeah, I don't know if that part will make it. Mm. We might cut it out, but... Ayo, we'll see what happens. So, let's just go go ahead and carry on in this conversation. We were talking about technology and how we now have smartphones. And when we were growing up, smartphones weren't a thing and how life was different. And how we were content with that. And my argument was, well, we didn't know we could have it. So, we were content. But now that we know, could we live without it? And... There's so many benefits to, you know, having a smartphone, like I said before, geological, geographical even, uh, location doesn't matter. You can achieve anything, you can be anyone in any corner of the world and and pretty much do anything you want, providing you've got the right ambition and, and drive for it. You know, look at the pandemic. If we didn't have all this technology right now, we wouldn't have been able to carry on our jobs, how we've been able to work from home, etc. Those things wouldn't exist. And uh, yeah, man, I, I really think that that is, there is benefits. But going back to uh, another point that we were talking about is, you know, education with regards to technology is a big thing because you're absolutely right. There's so many negative things out there on on the internet and it is, can be used in a very negative way but if you were to have it as part of our education I ain't been in education in 12 odd years but if we were to have it in our education on how to use this smartphone technology internet with all these apps and programs to our advantage and how they can be used in a positive manner to spread joy and spread a positive message is is a different thing man it's it, it can be something really beautiful hmm. i see i see where you're coming from and i definitely agree with you that there are you know significant benefits of having smartphones of social media um and why have you it's just the the the, the the reason that I'm sort of on the other side is because I feel like it causes more damage um, in particular to, you know, younger people who get influenced by a lot of these things. They, they develop, you know, behavioral patterns, their mindset, you know, becomes in a certain way and really they don't have the perspective of life and the perspective of some of the older generation to be able to sort of decide what's right and what's wrong and i think what it results in is that these people get influenced by a lot of the sort of trends that are going on what um you know what other influences are doing and so on and it affects them in an adverse way and it's like it's 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 almost like through um you know social media people are 
um, trying to pander towards others rather than knowing what's truly inside of them. So when there's an issue out there, um, you know, which is quite you know popular and is circulating around the world, everyone's talking about it. They they provide an opinion, which you know, which is going to be accepted and and that's going to be a popular opinion. So uh, following than, the masses, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And the the they're thinking of it in a sense that okay um you know what will be the best message out there that's going to receive the most amount of likes you know yeah. that's going to be accepted and all of those sort of things rather than truly you know reflecting deeply what's within themselves and then projecting that i see where you're coming from i and i do think that is a problem and it's a well-known problem as well like social media has led to a uh, lot of mental health issues with the younger generation with regards to our uh, you know the, you know I, there's two two main issues here there's one of yeah their profile you know i'm not getting likes on my pic there's physical appearance or whatever which which we have seen and well documented issues regarding that um because of social media cyber bullying bullying obviously is a thing as well and then there's the other side of it is there are all these influences out there you know some some genuinely do some great things uh, and very entertaining and fun to watch i watch a lot of youtube videos myself so i can't really complain about that but what you also sometimes see is people saying oh yeah i've got this and i've got that and unrealistic you know things that people say they have or whatever and you kind of get that in your mind oh yeah that's the life i want but sometimes it's just not feasible to to try and be that person or have that kind of life and i feel like social media the way it's all advertised and it looks so nice and you know amazing and you try and aspire for that but you do it without the means and that gets people into debt and those kind of financial problems or just even just even it gives you mental problems because you like you if you can't achieve it then you're just feeling crap about the great life you do have Yeah. because you you aspiring for something that's out of your remit you you come from a different background different different environment you have a different financial uh, threshold whatever it's all different you can't judge yourself or your life against someone else's but because social media is such a big thing and everyone's putting everything out there mm. uh, and some of it's real some of it's fake but you don't know that so you will always be judged, like trying to level yourself out against someone else which is just not feasible everyone's their own person and everyone can achieve what they can achieve whatever their limitations are mm-hmm. um and I absolutely still stick by that because of the internet your your limitations are a lot higher than they ever were previously so you can achieve a lot more you can pretty much achieve anything you want if you have the drive and ambition but at the same time sometimes so there's some unrealistic expectations set because of what you see on the internet or what other people show you as their best life but you got to realize you're seeing a snapshot of what they want to show you and not their whole life you know mm i i, I think you've touched upon a very significant point there is the fact that people are giving you a snapshot of their life that's not their actual life it's what they want to portray across right so that that happiness that they project in the 
videos or pictures or whatever it might be that's heightened yeah. yeah it's it's exaggerated and a lot of these people who claim to be happy and wealthy and you know living the life yeah on these um videos and so on in real life they're actually suffering from mental health that they, they, they're having these other problems so the first issue that we have here is the fact that people are projecting a lifestyle yeah. which is a not true yeah. two is not sustainable yeah right and um yeah three that it's it's really influencing people yeah. so um if, i don't know if you take an average person they've got a nice house yeah right uh they've got a decent car but what they're looking at constantly is someone living in a mansion so even they even though they've got a good life that they can be content with and happy with that there's always that void within their own life because they feel that their own life is unfulfilled yeah right and that that goes you know that can have detrimental impact on your uh family life your career even your relationships like a lot of the times when people post something it's the best version of themselves yeah fresh haircuts i don't know um makeup really well done and everything so you might have a good partner or a spouse who's attractive yeah right but you you see them without the makeup yeah, or yeah. you know without the fresh cream yeah. every day yeah and although you've got someone very valuable yeah with you right again you feel that void in your life yeah 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 But, i see what you said is is true man is you can't you can't take it at face value i mean no matter like i said i'm not saying your every influence is bad or you know loads of people putting out there doing loads of positive things internet's a great place if you're looking in the right direction um but you're right there is a lot of fakeness out there and uh, and that is an issue and it also you know uh, so that we're talking from the influencers perspective in terms of yeah those influences are out there you know but there's also all these people you see comments on some videos like you know and and they're just awful people say awful things on the internet and you know you you know this is is been quite well documented as well that you, with um the younger generation on social media people comment on their on their pictures on their videos bullying all of that sort of thing and that causes a real issue in the real world and it's not only about Oh yeah, my profile isn't doing well or this picture isn't doing well. It actually negatively impacts your day-to-day life and how you feel about yourself and no one should be able to do that to you. So my question to you is I've heard a lot of talk on the radio and stuff about there potentially because recently you see all these scandals with, you know, Facebook and whatever uh, and everything that's been happening recently. Uh, there's been talk about you having to link your social media profile to your passport or to your social security number if you're in the US or your national insurance number if you're in the UK or, or whatever it should be connected to something that actually identifies who you are in real life how do you feel about that because on the one hand i think yo is great for accountability for people who are doing dodgy things on the net or really being bad or you know being racist you know uh, racist or being any sort of bullying or negativity is very good to be able to hold these people accountable but on the other hand is it not in 
encroaching upon our right to some privacy. I I personally think it's a breach of privacy. Now there's there's clearly the problem of you know people being um, racist online, and you know there's no ramification for their actions. Yeah. Because you can't really identify who they are. Yeah. Now I do think that there needs to be other measures put in place, and the people that bully online, that are racist online, and um, you know um, harass people online, they need to be brought to justice, basically. And but how would you do that without knowing who they are in the real world? I mean, it's all well and good to say, yeah, the social media companies, yeah, we can ban their account. Great, ban their account. I can set up another one in five seconds. Well, so what's m- the? Maybe rather than linking that to their passport uh, or the national insurance number, you see, now, now I'm very uncomfortable with that because mm. that's someone's, you know, life and well-being. Hmm. Right. Instead of that, maybe uh, you can ask them to attach it to a recognized email. So it's just the email that's given, and if someone, if the police actually wanted to, you know, probe further, hmm. then they can find out who this person is through their email, and then they can reach them through that means. So you are now suggesting that your social media profiles don't need to be connected to your passport. Or your address, whatever. I think passports the let's let's use passport as an example because it seems like the most logical thing that you know you can't fake that. Yeah. So let's say it's not linked. Uh, so your social media account is not linked to your passport, but are you then suggesting that your email is? Yes, I mean it was it was just a spontaneous suggestion, an yeah. alternative to. You know, um, because I can I can set up an email address in five seconds. I got like fifteen email addresses. Like that doesn't. There's no barrier then still. Mm, mm, because if if the social media company banned your account, you would require another email address to set up a new account anyway. So that that's pretty much already happening with mm. the social media companies who are actually being trying to be on top of it and are banning people. But so then what? If I'm, that is, I mean, this is just another spontaneous suggestion. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, don't yeah. know. We, we're, just, uh, we're just, we're just, we're just spitballing. Obviously, none of the, no one's gonna take our opinion <laughs> to and make it law. But you know, it's just interesting yeah. to talk about. Maybe, maybe you can introduce something you know which is connected to your phone number itself. The way two-step verification is. So to create a social media account, maybe you have to provide your phone number, and then. I still, I still don't think that's enough, mate. Because. Again, top up. Uh, you know, you can you can pick up sims from anywhere. Really, only cost a five. Or, or you sometimes your sims can be picked up for free, and you don't. You you know, there's no checks there. You can register it to whatever you want. Mm. You know, like, give some fake details on that. There's no one stopping you. There's, there's a whole industry <laughs> made out of, of having pay as you go phones. Um, so I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't think that solves the problem. I still don't I think yes yes it does make it harder for the it, it probably make the average person rethink what they're about to post yes because they won't have gone through the effort of having a specific number or or a specific email address to you know uh, to troll people on the internet or be mean or whatever mm. you know so yeah maybe maybe to the average Joe but you have you have these people who go out there literally to spread negativity across the world and they could still do it because, you know, how hard is it to, 
Mm-hmm. Get a phone number and a pay you go sim or make a, an extra email address for you to go and, you know, talk crap to people. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's enough. I, I think, I really think that at some point in our future, it will become a thing where your email address is attached to your passport or to your physical address or something along those lines. Like, mm-hmm. I feel, you know, back in the day, actually, to be fair, this thing already existed because back in the day when... When internet first became a household thing or was beginning to become a household thing, the email address you would use was normally linked to your cable account yeah, or yeah. your broadband account. It was, it was just, that's just the way it was. People never used to use like Hotmail or whatever. It was just, oh yeah, NTL World. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was linked to your account. So at that point, yeah, you could have been held accountable potentially. But those problems didn't exist back then, somewhat. Or we were aware of them because we were young, but you know. I guess your internet speed was too slow for you to go and troll people on the internet. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's... Um, well, yeah, it's, it's a real problem. And people do need to be held accountable. And you've seen all this... F- the football social media blackout. You know, that happened very recently. That's a few weeks ago. And it's a real issue. Racism on the internet is a big issue. It, I, there's nothing we can do about these people at this time. Mm. Uh, and... You know, you could have said, oh, yeah, we link to IP addresses, but I could use a VPN. So mm-hmm. that that's that, that one resolved. You say link it to my account. You can block my account, accept another one. Link to my email address, accept another one of them as well. Link it to my phone number, I can get another pay-as-you-go SIM. It's not that big a deal. Yes, it makes it harder. And yes, those things may be the first steps in solving this issue. But mm-hmm. there needs to be something physical. Even if you had my phone number, you can't hold me accountable at this point. What are you going to do? Go on my phone number. Okay, I've got a pay-as-you-go SIM. Unless I've got a contract, I'm still safe. Mm. So, what 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 can we do? Maybe maybe if you got a call on that number or you got a text on that mm. number from, you know, um, one of the authorities mm. and they sort of gave you a clear-cut warning maybe that can be a deterrent for a lot of people i 100 percent agree with you that this is a major issue and it's a major problem within our society that must be addressed yeah linking your passport and your national insurance i just i don't think that's the solution because what you're doing in in an effort to punish a few yeah that are the wrongdoers yeah you are actually punishing um, the general public through you know breaching their privacy. Yeah, no, so I agree. If you I agree. if you take I don't know driving recklessly as an yeah. example, we've got speed cameras, right? That 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 catch people that overspeed. Yeah. We've got cameras that catch people who break the red light. Now yeah. those are good measures. Yeah. If they didn't exist and people were looking for alternative measures, yeah. and I don't know, um, the you know in, in in an effort to stop dangerous driving, if someone was to propose something quite outrageous which hurt other people yeah. as well the the, the 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 normal driver who yeah. adheres to the speed limit yeah. you know who uh, pays attention to the road signs and all of that but if if there was a measure put in place which hurt the normal driver then you see how that wouldn't be fair yeah 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 it's like yeah it's like having black box on your car what if everyone had to have one because of the few people who speed yeah that yeah that would be a bad bad situation and I get exactly where you're coming from um, it's just I don't see what alternative measure 
at, at this time they can come up with that could actually resolve this issue like uh, it, it seems it seems like there isn't another option at the moment if you really want to hold these people accountable yes you can ban accounts and whatever but if you actually want like, you, you want to criminal proceedings uh, that just not feasible and that leads me to another question is this the responsibility of the social media companies or does our law and government should be involved in this where does it where does the buck end like at the end of the day it's the individual who's doing this issue mm. so social media if you're talking about privacy and all of this yeah social mm. media or in the companies they're just providing a platform they're not publishing the content that's the argument we've been given by them right. which is not entirely inaccurate mm. they should have more yes more awareness and maybe filter the content better mm. but at the end of the day let's say that that's their end all yeah with the billions of people on online mm. how many people can they monitor right mm. so let's say that is their argument and and that's where they stand do you think it's our government's responsibility to now then get involved when there's an issue like this that comes up? I think in order to address this issue properly and create a you know good measure that uh, prevents these things from happening, the the, the two parties have to work together. Mm. And um, Thierry Henry made an interesting point. I think it was on the Robbie Fowler podcast. Yeah. What he said regarding a lot of these social media companies who say that, look, it's just people that are putting content themselves. Yeah. It's not their content. Yeah. But, all right, okay, that, that's their opinion. Right. However, if, if there was a user who posted something which breached copyright yeah. and it belonged to a you know, major organisation, yeah. right, then these social media companies are very swift to act. Yeah, but isn't that, that isn't, that isn't the social media companies that are that are the ones monitoring that i believe that is the 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 people who own the copyrights they have programs all over the internet that that monitor this this thing so if someone publishes something without the relevant licenses it gets picked up straight away it's all automated it's not an individual looking at it so maybe the solution is to have some sort of um a program or software that determines whether something is um inappropriate for online or whatever but then there's a there's or for a specific social media site let's say but there there's issues with that as well because me and you could be having a chat and we'll call each other something and it's okay in that context but then someone else could be having a ch- saying that to someone else in a very negative manner so then how does that how does a piece of software determine which is right and which is wrong and it still doesn't address the issue of how yes content can be taken down but how does those people be held accountable it still doesn't answer that question mm-hmm. you know uh, so yes there there is measures and uh, i'm sure they'll come in because of all the stuff that's been going on you know banning accounts maybe better 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 filtering from the companies and you know being more aware of what's going on and maybe some software will be developed but we don't know but those things may happen the the few solutions that we've talked about may happen 
but they still don't result in the real world consequences for those people who are doing this and that's what we need mm. and i don't see a solution for that without as you said breaching the privacy of every other citizen who hasn't done anything wrong uh, and so i, I don't know where where will that go it's a very big issue and you know us two guys <laughs> probably ain't going to come up with the solution for it yeah but it's an interesting topic man cuz there's a lot of positive shit out there right. but there's so much negative stuff and and it's affecting the next generation and that's the the biggest bs that you know we're old we can deal with it you know we got uh, there's a fair share of issues that we hear and see and whatever but the young people who are who now like every child knows how to use an ipad and you know every 10 year old has some sort of social media account and yeah, that's the other stupid thing yeah i'm over 18 give me a bloody account like there's no checks with that you're just pointing a fake birthday you know mm-hmm. um so so all of that like you know there's so many kids out there on the social media and they and the obviously the person person receiving the comments or then the the thing the negative things about the people who are affected they obviously feel bad about it and this shouldn't be happening but then you also see that these young people who are now let's say a 10 year old is on a social media site and they see these comments and you know it could go one of two ways they're being exposed to something so negative which isn't right they shouldn't even be thinking about these things and it could influence them in a negative way in the sense that they feel crap about it and sad about it and it affects them or they could be influenced in a way that they think it's okay to be that way you know and 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 both of those issues are huge and a big problem so i think unless we have some real world consequences for for these actions it's going to negatively impact obviously it's unjust to the people who have been bullied or affected and it's negatively influencing our gen- next generation you know mm-hmm. our kids i dread the thing what our kids are going to grow up on no more stuff we've seen mm-hmm. you see another thing which is just um popped up in my mind right now you see a lot of people social media gets hacked yeah. right now if you're going to attach their passport on their national insurance yeah. to their social media and if hackers can gain access to this you know crucial information yeah. information about someone they can destroy that person's life that's absolutely true man and it did cross my mind when we were talking about it um yeah yeah you know that's that's absolutely true and where's the solution for that <laughs> i don't really know man to be fair like yeah it's it's a big issue it's a big issue man i don't know man i mean the uh there's obviously been a lot of talk of and, and in particular a lot of footballers have yeah. in fact boycotted yeah, social, social media, media yeah. do you think if a large populace was to boycott social media this was it forced their hand to actually do something about it and you know they're obviously better equipped than us yeah. to come up with a solution do you think you know a significant amount of people boycotting social media will actually result um maybe in a solution being created maybe but you look at you know some of these companies are huge and got billions of users of uh, realistically is it 
our, our football football boycotted social media. Did social media miss a step? Hell no. It didn't affect them. They didn't give a shit. You know, they carried on. They got everyone else in the world still going. So, do you say a significant amount, but how many people can we get behind this cause? Do you know what I mean? You see, it's like, okay, maybe a very small amount of footballers um, boycott social media. Just say there's a, you know, a large amount. Then this is going to have, you know, a knock-on effect. A lot of companies, you know, um, use sports stars to promote their products. So, obviously, now this is going to start affecting um, sportswear companies and other companies who utilize a sports uh, man's or a sportswoman's social media to promote their products, yeah. then that's going to be cut out. And then yeah. if if we can sort of get some sort of you know movement going, and there's a you know big impact on quite a few of these um, you know things, then maybe. Yeah. It result into I guess yeah if the bigger companies like just just general companies out there you're quite right if, if sportswear brands and and media companies if media companies got behind it I think they, they would make a big difference like so when the football protest or you know blackout happened if for instance let's say Sky Sports or Amazon or BT Sports or whatever whoever you know uh uh, broadcasters, the broadcasters got behind it, and then you had the football teams behind it, and then you had uh, the kit sponsors get behind them. Then yeah, I think that and then then it becomes a bigger thing because you're talking multi-billion-dollar companies boycotting mm. social media, but it can't just be for a weekend. It's got to be a a long-term thing till they find a solution to this problem. I mean. Something else just came to mind right now. Yeah, go for it. I don't know if this is the most most ethical solution out there, but I remember watching a documentary quite some time ago. There was, you know, there's this person who was is uh, horrendous piece of work he was to uh, to, <laughs> to to be completely honest because what he was doing is he was going on, um, you know, anonymously yeah. on social media, going on to people's accounts whose relative or loved one had just passed away okay and he was you know giving them abuse saying oh good this person's dead or whatever right i mean Did absolutely dis- the despicable thing to do what, right what, what? <laughs> but, i don't get the point what actually happened yeah. is a group of people got together yeah and they made it their I mean, life's ambition yeah. to find out who this person is. Yeah, yeah. And once they found out who he is, they named him. Yeah. They approached him, recorded him. Yeah. And then put it out there for the world to see, look, this is the person yeah. who said all these things. Here he is. This is his name. Yeah. Now, if you start doing that to people, yeah. then the rest of them are going to think, hang on. Yeah. I don't want the rest of the world to know that you know i'm the i'm the face behind all yeah. of these disgusting comments that reminds me of uh, the other documentary there was a netflix documentary don't fuck with cats you heard of that one where there was this kid who was who who did something or you know was hurting animals or something and um all these people hunted him down and found out who he was and where he lives and all of these things and you know i it's yeah i guess it's the same concept i guess so so there you go, mate. It can be done, I guess, because I doubt those people put their real 
names and stuff on the internet, but they forgot found out one way or another. So it can be done. If social media wanted to do that, they can do. They've got vast, vast resources at their disposal. So, I mean, it, it poses an interesting question, right? Because rather than exploiting the privacy of the general public, yeah. why not go after the privacy yeah. of the perpetrators? Yo, you know what? That's not a bad solution. And maybe someone needs to do it. I guess, I guess that's, that's the way to go. Um, one of the potential issues with this with this solution is, you see, I don't want people to be in charge of naming and shaming others because then if you've got a personal vendetta against someone, yeah. you could just say, oh yeah, do you know the um those racist comments, you yeah. know those yeah. I don't know um uh, discriminative comments. Yeah. They were made by this person, yeah. right? When when that's not the actual case, yeah, so yeah. you don't want innocence to be harmed. Yeah. Um. So, I guess we don't want vigilantes, is what you're saying. Like you, you don't want random person on the street being the person to do this. You basically want to be able to arm the the relevant authorities to be able to do something along these lines, where they're able to figure out who it is and name and shame them. So, basically, yeah. there should be organizations put together who. Basically, basically social media police yes so it might be departments within the already existing authorities yeah. but yeah they can be in charge of um, doing this but yes it can't go to an average person because they might misuse this and again get other innocent people harmed yeah no I agree with that I guess yeah I'd be interested in the internet police department <laughs> we should form that let's do it I still think that uh, bigger companies need to get involved and boycott social media because I think they'll hold social media a bit more accountable to... to I'm not saying necessarily it's their, all their fault. I'm not I'm not saying that social media can be a great thing, but uh, you, I, I think they do have a bit more of a responsibility in, in at least nipping it in the bud when it happens, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, being more proactive in making sure that content doesn't even come out Maybe there needs to be some sort of software that if you start typing something, it basically just brings up red lights everywhere saying, no, nah, you can't post this, mm, you mm. know. And maybe that ne- what needs to happen. Technology is evolving so much and AI and all of these things. And maybe that that, that needs to be what comes into play, I guess. Um, but that solution is for the big boys to find out. I guess that's all for me. How about you, mate? No, I think... Um... We've we've covered quite a bit. Um, yeah, so nothing really additional or extra to add. Cool. We're out.